Hello, friends. You're listening to the Mom to Mogul podcast, the only podcast turning everyday mamas into bossed up moguls by helping you master your mindset, motherhood, and entrepreneurship. Each week, we'll dive into powerful strategies to help you go from changing diapers to closing deals without losing your sanity. You'll hear from me, your host, Jasmine Chanel, as well as meet some of the most influential mompreneurs online. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Hello, hello, mamas, and welcome to another episode of the Mom to Mogul podcast. As always, I'm always overly excited when I get to talk to my Mom to Mogul alum, and today is no different. Today, we are checking in with Tahoya Jackson, who is a mindset coach for the strong friends. And so I know I have a lot of strong friends listening, so you are going to want to tune in and hear from Tahoya today. She is one of the original OGs of Mom to Mogul. I feel like you were in the beta. Yeah, the beta cycle in May of 2019. So it has just been a pleasure to watch her journey. So welcome to the podcast, Toya. Thank you for having me again, Jasmine. Yeah, so this is going to be an update episode and I will link her past episode in the show notes so you guys can go back and listen. But why don't you introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself to some and let them know a little bit more about you. My name is Tahoya Jackson. I am a mindset and communication coach for the modern day superwoman. And basically what I do is I help the overachievers, the women who are overextended and burnt out and just ready to throw in the towel. I stop them before they get to that point. And we work on dropping that cape uh, so that they can finally show up for themselves the way that they always show up for other people. So that is the space that I'm in and I love it. Yes, and it is so needed because I think for a lot of women, we are just not realizing that that cape ain't all it's meant to, mm-hmm. meant to be. You can have it. <laughs> right, right. We need to take the cape off sometimes. So that's what we'll be talking about today. So first things first, you are a mom of two. What made you jump into this journey of helping women take off that superwoman cape? Because you're a mom yourself. So I'm sure you were walking around with that cape on and wearing it proudly. 24 seven. I would have to say me realize doing mindset work and just healing, realizing that I was an overachiever, the golden child, and just everyone depended on me for everything. And I got to a point where I did, I I spoke about this on my page um, a while back, but I had postpartum depression. I just basically had a lot of healing work to do prior in my life. And I realized that, okay, this is not the life that I want. I don't want to be the go-to person for people that I can't go to. I don't want to be so burnt out because I can't ask for help. The help is available, but I just didn't want to ask for it because I was this macho person. And just basically realizing that, I won't be able to get as far as I need to in life unless I take off this cape. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that I put, I tell people a lot, sometimes the S on our chest is holding us back from success. It's holding us back from everything that we desire to do in life because we're so busy helping other people. We're so busy basically doing things that really don't matter for us to move forward. And so we have to just basically take a look at that and see what we're doing and how we can move forward as a person, a woman, a mom, and a wife without being overwhelmed and burnt out. (laughs) How can somebody tell if they're wearing that superwoman cape? Because I think just like you mentioned, being the golden child, being that go-to person, Mm -hmm. sometimes we wear it as a badge of honor. Like, oh, people can always count on me. Like I'm super independent Mm -hmm. and you know, I got it together. how can they recognize if they are in fact hurting themselves or sabotaging themselves by trying to hold on to that cape? So I have three like characteristics or mm-hmm. of people that I identify with when it comes to the modern day superwoman. So the first one is the bag lady. This is the lady that needs to heal. Like she, <laughs> she is. <laughs> 
she mad at everybody okay (laughs) but you know the reason why she takes on all of these responsibilities sometimes it's like teen you know teen moms like they they've been holding on to everyone's baggage for so long or they who had to grow up so fast or people who've been taken advantage of they feel the need to because someone hurt them they feel that oh well I have to be nice to everybody I have to be there for everybody I have to do all of these different things to make sure that no one is mad at me um also people pleasers like I was a, I'm a formal people so a person who does not know how to tell people no like you tell a person no and you in your bed crying in like five minutes like, <laughs> or you calling them back like hey I didn't mean it I, you know I could show it for you no say no and mean it like people who are people please and also miss independent miss independent she wants to do everything on her own she want to work her, her fingers down to the bone just to say you know she didn't have to ask anyone for help I did this on my own and it's like girl that God put people in our lives to help us and so we have to just basically get that into our mindset um and more so just basically being superwoman trying to do it all (laughs) and all at the same time yeah and I can identify with two of those (laughs) the Miss Independent and the People Pleaser and so what are some practical steps that people can take to kind of move away from those personas and really start to take off that cape and start taking care of themselves a little bit the first one would have to be self-reflection like Mm -hmm. just taking a second to see like hey why am I doing this what is it within me that causes me to want to be superwoman why do I feel like I have to save everyone and put myself on the back burner like that self-reflection is definitely key and then also I would have to say mindset will be number two like working on your mindset to journey from the whatever the fixed mindset of oh I have to be save everyone to you know the growth mindset of there's there are endless possibilities out here for me I have to take advantage of those and if other people are affected by it I'm going to live my life because this is my life and it also takes into account prioritizing making yourself the priority but also focusing on time management and just doing what works for you as a person and a wife and a woman in general and so for you what wins were you able to see as you begin to heal as you begin to prioritize yourself and put yourself first I have been able like having a front seat to your journey (laughs) via social media ever since we first connected but what was like that first win where you're like oh wait this mindset work is working this healing work is really beginning to serve me gotcha I'll get a little personal I would say my first win was being able to see the growth in the co-parenting relationships that I had with my children's fathers Mm-hmm. So it was like, we went from like way down here to like way <laughs> up here. And I was like, and they were also like catching on and they would, they would come from different angles and be like, thank you Toya for this. I could have approached this a different way. Or I could have communicated this better. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like I was so excited and so to know that we you know we are growing as parents as people but just to see our growth as you know individuals it just very very makes me very very happy good and so what were the first steps uh that you began to take to then move into helping other people because I know sometimes we can get these light bulb moments for ourselves and work on these uh, mindset things for ourselves but then when you move into coaching it looks a little different so what made you move into beginning to help other women with this I would say just basically the conversations and the messages that I would get from women about like, oh my God, you inspire me. And how did you do it? And I'm like, I just basically woke up one day and I got tired of being stuck (laughs) and I got tired of being broken. And I was like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. You know, in addition to reading a lot of mindset books, doing a lot of mindset work, you know, people are like, oh my God, I want you to help me. Or, Or I was getting a lot of people, hey, can you give me advice about this? And I was like, okay. I think this is the thing that I need to help people with because like I say mindset is the foundation of your life if you don't change your mind like 
your life will not change. We think, oh, well, if I get a million dollars, my life will be great. No, if you don't exercise your mind to be able to actually believe in your heart that you deserve this a million dollars, then, you know, it won't work for you. Like you're going to self-sabotage everything that comes your way until you get your mind into that position where you, you need to be. Yes, love to hear it. And I think it just points to what we say all the time is your life experiences are for somebody else. They can help somebody else, especially when we're talking about, you know, becoming a coach. And in this online space, I think sometimes it gets crowded and people are confused by everything being saturated and feel like there's no place for them. But I think there's a place for everybody. And just like you mentioned, it starts with what are people coming to you for advice on that could be, you know, an indication of what your business could be. So I want to shift gears a little bit to talk about the Hey Girl Heal movement because baby, Sohoya has been working on Hey Girl Heal. It started off with some t-shirts and a journal and now we got celebrity, you know, wearing the products and all that kind of stuff. So let's talk about that because when I saw that for you, I was so excited for you. Because I know you've been showing up and doing the work. And I Mm -hmm. think uh, people often see somebody get a break and they're like, oh, you know, they got lucky or they're overnight success. It's like, no, baby, she's been working for a long time before y'all even knew the movement exists. So can you share the celebrity that picked up the Hey Girl Heel shirt and, you know, joined in your movement essentially? And how did that feel for you in that moment, seeing somebody that you look up to um, do that? So Taraji P. Henson is literally like my favorite person. She inspires me as a single mom and as a woman out here getting it. And definitely since she stepped into the mental health space to honor her father, like that's when I started following her way more closely. And I was like, this is amazing. And so last month she did an interview in our Hey Girl Hill shirt. And just the fact that, yes. to know that like my hair, hey our Hey Girl Hill shirt is like in her closet. And I didn't even know it. And this is the crazy thing. People were, were tagging me in it and I was getting ready to go to bed because my phone goes on do not disturb at like nine o'clock. And I'm like, okay, this is the end of the day. And I picked up my phone to set my alarm for something. And I had all of these notifications and I'm like, what's going on? And so I just sat there and it was really a shock for me because it was like, Taraji is literally wearing my shirt. And just to know this is what God gave me. It's like, this is amazing. And I think when you see it all come to fruition, I think I was just basically like flabbergasted. I didn't even have any words to say. I was just sitting on the (laughs) edge of the bed like, oh my God. And so it just basically gave me this feeling of just being grateful and thankful. Yeah. And want to do more. I, I, she's actually crazy thing. She actually is like the screensaver on my phone because yes. it gives me hope, but it also pushes me to go harder. It's like, you, you got to go harder. So right. Because people are paying <laughs> attention and they need what you have. So can you talk a little bit more about the Hey Girl Heal journal and what it's used for and how people can get a benefit from getting the journal? Oh, definitely. So I left this out at the beginning. I am also the founder of Hey Girl Heal. <laughs> which is a mental health awareness movement and also a safe space to help women heal, vent, be vulnerable and become the best version of themselves. We are a community. We make healing a habit. And so the journal, I created it in December of 2019. And crazy thing is during that time, I was actually probably about two months out and just basically recovering from dealing with postpartum depression from having my son in July of 2019. And Literally, I still have a picture of the board that I took a picture of. I was up in the middle of the night and God had me write down everything that he wanted me to put in it. And I was like, God, I had a heart to heart. I'm like, God, I 
I was just depressed, depressed. Okay. Like, <laughs> why do you have me creating something for people like this? And when I stepped back from the board, I realized that it was everything that I had used to overcome the depression that I was going through and the grief and the, the things that I had stemmed from my childhood. I used all of those things that I had on the board, but he just basically helped me put them in a specific order. And I was mm. like, this is amazing. So basically the Hagar Hill Journal is a self-development journal. It's an all-in-one resource to help women heal. There is a mood tracker in there. We have a self-reflection, daily prompts, everything. I think you definitely mm. need to heal. And we also include the community as well. So as you oh, are going awesome. through the journal, you'll be able to, you'll be surrounded by uh, women who are actually on the same process and healing journey as you as well. And it's Hey Girl Heal on Facebook. So, Yay. Fun, fun, fun. And then after that, look, it doesn't stop there. <laughs> because I like to talk about in, in the innovation of it, because sometimes when people get a business idea, they're like, oh, this is the idea. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, the mindset coaching, and then all of a sudden there's this planner. And then Tohoya also has this planner course that I took. <laughs> And I'm like, why am I not putting my planner out? So the mom's broken planner it will eventually come because she put all of this information. So what made you do that? You know, because a lot of times some people will stop at the product or stop mm-hmm. at the one thing, um, but you just keep pushing the envelope each time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's the the desire to basically help people in every aspect of life. I've always been that type of person, but I had a business coach at the time and she was like, you did the webinar. Why don't you put it all together and make it a course? And I never thought about it. I was like, Mwah. and I was blind for a long time. And then finally I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and do it. I'll go ahead and listen and be obedient and listen to what she's saying. So I put it together and package it as a course. And it's crazy because I have so many people who they send me their journal, like, oh my God, I finally created mine and I'm promoting it. I'm like, it, to know that they created something that they've been wanting to do for so long and they've been able to package their expertise and put it out to the world I think that just basically gives me the chills because I was just trying to help people yes. I wasn't even gonna put this out there and I think this we do we do that a lot as people we're like okay nobody want this nobody want to hear what I got to say and then once you put it out it's like oh well, they are listening they really they really needed this and so yeah it's been amazing <laughs> Yay, it has been fun to watch you. So we're going to shift and talk about your experience at Mom to Mogul because now you're about two years out because that first cohort was in May of 2019 and we are in June of 2021. So at that moment, if you had to go back to 2019 to Hoya, you were pregnant when you started Mom to Mogul, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, because you gave birth in the middle and then tried to get on the call. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you just gave birth last week. Don't worry about Mom to Mogul call. <laughs> But I want to go back to that place of your journey. What were you struggling with before you discovered the Montemogo program? And then how did it kind of help you um, kickstart your business journey? During that time, I was struggling with too many ideas. Mm. I've always been like, like that person. My mind spins 24 7. And I know at the beginning, Jasmine walked us through what are we good at? What do people come to you for? And then I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And I've always been business oriented. So I was like, I, I know I want to start a business. I know I want to do this. But the way you walked us through it, like step by step, it was like, okay, this makes sense. You know, sometimes we have ideas and it's yeah. like, oh, okay. But when somebody walks you through it and you visually see it, it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so the fact that I think more so with the program was being able to see you firsthand like follow your dreams and your goals as a mom and it gave me that push and that hope like okay 
I can do this. <laughs> yes. And so which part would you say was most helpful for you in helping gain that clarity and that confidence to move forward in your business? Okay, Jasmine. Oh, <laughs> I would definitely say mindset. Like, I honestly, oh, when I was like thinking like about the, the pod, when you asked me to come back on, I was thinking, I was like, I really think Mom to Mogul is kind of what pushed me into becoming a mindset and communication coach. Oh, cool. It was able, like, the first module was like a slap in the face. And we did like the assessment. <laughs> Everybody says that. I was like, what? She's like, damn, you didn't do us like first this. Module. <laughs> The first module was like, okay, girl, your mind ain't in the right place. Like, let's get it. And Justin was like, I'll help you through it. Like, we're we going to get through this, but we need to be real at the beginning. Right. And I admired that about the program because, you know, a lot of times people offer you everything that you need and, and yeah. they don't take a, take time to like focus on your mindset, right? Focus on where you are as a person and, and your belief system and all of that. But we took a deep dive into that. The first module Jasmine was snatching edges the first module y'all saw like if y'all not in mom tomorrow y'all need to join like today uh, but yes I think mindset definitely was the key module for me because it was very eye-opening and allowed me to assess myself as a person uh, and then work on that first so yeah. that I can become you know the woman on my vision board and all these different things yes and so what would you say to those moms who are on the fence or scared about even starting the business I would say don't allow the labels of your life to limit you. Mm. You were created to be more than a mom. I know that, you know, motherhood may take a majority of your life, but you know, you were created to be more than that. And mom guilt is normal mm -hmm. and it's something that we all experience, but you basically working through it helps. And I feel that shifting your perspective from I'm not spending enough time with my kids or whatever you say, or, or I'm a bad mom, shifting your perspective to, I am taking advantage of this opportunity to create a legacy and a better life for my children so that I can be fully present with them in the future. And that's one thing that I, when mom get was like consuming me, because it's just me, like I'm a single woman, I have two kids and it's like, I'm the only person who is devoted to giving them time. So I have to split my time to, you know, them and my business and I still work full time. Hopefully I'll be, uh, giving it all up soon but <laughs> you got, like I, I felt guilty about it mm -hmm. and I just basically have to give myself that grace to know that what I'm doing now is setting them up for years to come and just not feeling guilty about it because we are people like yeah. although we are moms we are people we we are women who have dreams and goals and desires and we have to go after those and we can't tell our children to reach for the stars if we sitting out here putting our stuff on the back burner right <laughs> so, yes just go after everything that you desire. Good. And what excites you most about the Hey Girl Heal movement and the future of your business and the Saving Superwoman Academy? What excites you most about this next chapter? I would definitely have to say it's the transformation for me. Yes, <laughs> always. <laughs> we need to put that on the shirt, Jasmine. Um, so basically, you need to put it on the shirt. You said it. You got the whole Hey Girl Hill shop over there. Put down the shirt so I can order it. Let me write that down. No, but seeing the women grow as people and being able to commit to their mindset so that they can receive the transformation and have the experiences that they've always wanted to experience in life after they shift their minds and heal their hearts. Because those mainly are the things that are always holding us back, our mind and our hearts. We have to do the healing and the inner work so that we can reach the destination that we plan to get to. And I feel that society has pressured 
women to take on this unachievable goal of being yes. superwoman. I'm like, girl, leave that in the movies. We're not doing that. Like, <laughs> you know, and so to see women just actually take that cape off and see the bruises and scars and all this on their back that they have from, from carrying this weight for so long and for them making the commitment to say, okay, I don't want to live this life anymore. I want to show up for myself first and then whatever else I can do after that, I'll do. But basically being able to see that transformation in women and, and seeing them live out their, their wildest dreams. Yay, exciting times ahead. So where can they stay connected with you and learn more about the Saving Superwoman Academy? I am on Instagram as Tahoya Tops, T-A-H-A-U-Y-A-T-A-L-K-S. My name is a little difficult. <laughs> but And also Saving Superwoman Academy, the wait list is open and we'll be, we'll be doing a um, free three-day masterclass very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Saving Superwoman Academy. If you're interested in joining the wait list, that is bit.ly slash wait list for SS. And Jasmine will drop all that in there for you. Yes, I will put all <laughs> of that in the show notes for you. Thank you again. I am so proud of you. I am so, it is so fun to watch your journey. Keep documenting it. I love that you're uh, unapologetic about what you're doing and the achievements you're having. So definitely keep showing that. And thank you for being a guest on the podcast today. For having me. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Mom to Mogul podcast. If you did, I would love if you could leave me a five-star review. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave your review, and don't forget to tell me why you're enjoying the podcast. And I will see you on the next one.